Welcome to the Love Sport Podcast, Saturday morning sport edition, just catching up on the overnight and weekend sport. This is Paul, your host. You get me at Paul underscore football. Get the Love Sport Podcast on Anchor, Google, Spotify, and Apple. We've got a Love Sport Podcast Facebook group and Facebook page. And you can also get us, uh, as I said, you can get me at Paul underscore football on Twitter as well. So the cricket, yes, been a lot of discussions about the pitch. Um, was the pitch, I don't want to say the word doctor, did they definitely um, prepare it for as many left-handers as they could? That's the weird thing. It was a pitch that looked, when I say too paced, too prepared. Prepared on one side um, to rough it up for the left-handers and prepared on the other for a bit of swing. So we can talk about that and it's been talked about for days um, on end. But in the end, just very inept, very naive batting by Australia. Some weird test selections in that squad as well, God. Um, if players can come under criticism for performances, and certainly selectors can as well, because to admit Travis Head, to me, is just absolutely insane. Um, for the bowling, or for the batting for us, uh, it, 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 it made very, very sad reading. We were bowled out for 177. Um, yeah, real, really... Probably not a lot to talk about there, um, but it's where the bowling um, has, has really struggled as well. We did have India in a good position, like we, we were right back in it, um, but um, they are seven for 321 at Stumps. Um, and Murphy, what a debut, five for 82 off 36. Really did a little bit, um, I suppose more side spin, a bit more side seam spin. It was really good to see. Um, Jadeja and Patel for India, uh, both not out and really, I don't want to say rescued, um, but got India right back in it. The run rates are slow. Um, they're less than three runs for both innings. And so, you know, in, in our first innings, no surprise, Dave Warner and uh, struggled again. Shane looked pretty good, really tried to see out um, a lot of balls, which he does very well, and it's what you need to do in the subcontinent. Steve Smith, uh, 37 uh, Shane 49, uh, Hanscom and Carey, thank God that they um, got some runs as well. So our highest score for the match was 49, so there's no 50s uh, for the first innings. 177, India in response, as we said, 7 for 321 at Stumps uh, after two days. And um, look, they st- Sharma, just a fantastic innings, 120 off 212. Um, and then from there, it was the uh, Jadeja uh, and Patel who've, who've really got India in a very, very strong position. Uh, bowling was all over the place, but Murphy, as we said, five wickets from 36 overs in a debut, 82 runs he's gone for. Um, be a miracle to see Australia survive this. So I don't want any excuses. Just, you know, really, really poor batting, some poor decision-making and the inability to once again adapt. I mean, this is our third tour um, in the subcontinent in the past 12 months. I, I believe the most we've done previously, and correct me if I'm wrong, and I usually am, is two. So there's been plenty of preparation for the subcontinent. There's been plenty of mental... Um, preparation but it's the application that's fallen down and the technique once again Australians found short you know the, the series is the, uh, so exciting for me is always an ashes whether it's home or away and and playing in the subcontinent uh, in particular against India and just looks like once again yes there's some injuries but once again it's the batting just 
so, so poor. So let's hope they can fight back, get a couple of early wickets and then a really nice second innings. Uh, hope I'm wrong. Starts at 2 o'clock Queensland time uh, and you can work it out from there anywhere else around the country. Uh, obviously 12. Uh, it'll be 3 o'clock in other places, 3.30 in, uh, sorry, 2.30 in South Australia, for example. But that's it for the, uh, the cricket at the moment. I really don't want to be too pessimistic, but how can you not be? We're trailing by 144 runs already. So anyway, what do you do? Um, we have the English Premier League right back in um, swing uh, this weekend as well. Um, some very, very interesting games, especially considering the um, massive furor that's occurred over Manchester City, and I think that's going to be drawn out for a long, long time. So we start off with the early game. West Ham um, still in desperate um, need of points playing Chelsea at home. So they're one point uh, clear of relegation, even though they've had a couple of good results lately. Um, and Chelsea, um, you know, with all their record signings, still playing quite poorly at this point in time. Uh, they're on 30 points. Um, so look, I, I predict that'll be a draw. Um, got my dogs hanging around me, so watch out for any barking. They'll probably disagree with my uh, any synopsis I have there for you. Uh, Arsenal taking on Brentford in the early game. Uh, sorry, in the late kickoff, um, I, I predict uh, Arsenal three one there. Crystal Palace taking on Brighton. I think Brighton might get a win at Selhurst Park there. Fulham and Forest. Uh, Fulham two um, one. Leicester taking on Tottenham. This is the game as always. You would expect Tottenham to win, being, you know, just with the ladder positions and how Leicester have been playing. Uh, they had a good win against Villa Leicester, uh, but still were susceptible at the back. A game you'd expect Tottenham to win, but it's one of those as a Tottenham supporter, and I've been there with teams I follow where you just get a little bit nervous. Um, Tottenham 2-0. Southampton take on Wolves. Uh, Wolves might get something here, playing away from home. Uh, Bournemouth take on Newcastle. Newcastle want a slight slide. They're having a fantastic season. Um, and I predict, predict that'll be another draw, actually. Um, come Monday morning, we have Man City taking on Villa. It's going to be... I'm a Villa supporter, so I'm biased. It's going to be really interesting. Five or 6,000 away Villa supporters. I think there's 5,000 tickets. It's going to be some interesting banners and singing there. Um, City have the firepower and should comfortably account for Villa, but geez, that's going to be nice and tasty to hear what the uh, supporters playing there. And then we have a Tuesday morning kickoff, the Derby, Liverpool taking, the Merseyside Derby, Liverpool taking on Everton. Both teams in poor form. Uh, Liverpool, you would expect to beat Everton, but Everton fighting for everything. So who knows? I'm not even going to predict that one. Uh, we also have, you know... Um, we always concentrate on the Premier League. It is the biggest followed league in the world, um, but we do have plenty of um, games in, in competitions like the Bundesliga. Um, and at the moment, Bayern Munich are only one point uh, ahead of uh, Union Berlin, which is a bit of a surprise. It's really good to see a team like Union Berlin come up because it's usually Bayern, Dortmund, uh, Leipzig, teams like that. So actually between sixth and first is six points. Bundesliga normally blown out by this uh, time of year. So that's um, good. Uh, really good to see that. So the big games here for, you know, in terms, um, we've got Leipzig taking on Union Berlin. They're in the top four there. So huge game for both teams. Munich taking on Bochum uh, and Werder Bremen hosting Dortmund. So it could be an interesting weekend on, on how that comes out. Uh, Serie A, we, we, we have... Um, you know, one of my favourite footballers, if not my favourite football of all time, his old team, Napoli, are 13 points clear of Inter. 
uh, and a 16 points clear of Roma. It's unbelievable the season they have. Um, it'd be a monumental, absolutely monumental for them to... There's still 17 games to go, but it'd be a monumental collapse for them to lose it. Um, Milan, um, disappointingly in fifth, taking on Torino at the moment in, in seventh, and Milan have just gone in front, so... Um, uh, this, this, this is early in the morning. In the championship, we have um, uh, Birmingham leading West Brom in a derby there, 1-0. Um, and right now in the championship, it's Burnley's to get promoted. They're seven points clear of Sheffield United, who are then 10 points clear of Middlesbrough in third. So realistically, it's the automatic places. Uh, a lot of games to go there as well, uh, because there is uh, 46 games in the championship, but Burnley and United once again would have to be a massive collapse for, especially Burnley, but you know, Sheffield United as well. And, uh, and then we have Middlesbrough, Luton, Watford, and West Brom needing desperately some points there, um, trailing at the moment. So they've got the championship. Um, I won't go into the league at all because, to be honest, most of the times that's absolutely blown away. But uh, in La Liga. Um, the we have Barcelona well and truly on top at the moment, eight points clear of Real Madrid, uh, who are six points further clear of Real Sociedad. Um, and I think Atletico Madrid um, would, would be disappointed, but they are in the automatic uh, European spots there at this stage. Have the Super Bowl on Monday, so we'll cover that a little bit more over the weekend. God, it's a battle of the O-line and D-line there, isn't it? It's um, the best quarterback in the competition, just got his MVP in Patrick Mahomes, up against the runner-up for the MVP in Jalen Hurts. Uh, Kansas City having the best quarterback and Philadelphia having the best uh, overall team. So, you know, it, I would love to see Kansas City win um, because I just, I think I, always with legacies, people won't look at the plays of Patrick Mahomes so much at the end of the career. They'll look at the titles. Um, and Andy Reid would be fantastic for him to win another one as well. But it's one of those Super Bowls that if Philly won, I'd be super happy for them as well. I remember in 2017 when they beat um, my most hated uh, New England Patriots. Um, I absolutely loved that game and obviously some trick plays there as well with Nick Foles filling in uh, for an injured Carson Wentz that season and winning a Super Bowl. It's one of those games. Philly definitely overall the better team, but that O-line and D-line battle is going to be so, so interesting. An underrated facet by by those who, who might casually watch a game, but those battles there, and, and obviously with the Australian connections with Jordan Molita um, protecting Jalen Hurts' uh, blind side, but we'll do some more predictions tomorrow. Jeez, it's going to be a good game. And don't underestimate uh, Jalen Hurts' uh, running ability to get out of trouble as well. I know that Kansas City will be planning for that. Um, but over the years, over the last couple of years, Jalen Hurts' throwing ability has really improved. So that's going to be uh, exciting. Look, there's um, only five weeks to go before the uh, three weeks to go before um, NRL kicks off and five weeks to go before the AFL. And unfortunately for the NRL, it just keeps being pre-season fights and 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 things like that, that we really should be concentrating on the football uh, with trial games coming up, but we concentrate on, on, on players being idiots. And, and people say, and I hear it all the time, people say to me, oh, they're allowed to go out and they're allowed to have fun. They are, but do they have to get that drunk that they get into a fight? Well, how many of your friends, honestly, 
in their late twenties and early thirties and stuff are getting into fights at pubs. Like, tell me they are. If they're teenagers and early twenties, yeah, I mean, you wouldn't even have that many friends who do that, right? They might occasionally, you know, alcohol does funny things. We all get a bit cranky, drink the wrong thing. But if you're a professional athlete and you're getting that drunk that you have to have a fight with three weeks to go before preseason, whether it's AFL, NRL, whatever sport, it's absolutely effing embarrassing. Like, it's disgraceful to be honest. You know, people can tell me I'm a snowflake, but you're a professional athlete. If you're that drunk and that dumb, how can you even follow instructions? And you, you can hit me up on that one. I, I really don't care. Well, that's our early morning uh, wrap at this point in time. I hope you are certainly going to enjoy your weekend. Um, in fact, we probably should also have a look at, at a sport that is have, having um, uh, its finals at the moment. So that's a bit neglectful, probably because my Brisbane Bullets are struggling. But the NBL is in their finals uh, at the moment. They have copied the NBA doing these play-ins, play-outs, rubbish, absolute junk kind of thing. I can't stand that. Um, but tomorrow we have the Cairns Taipans taking on Perth um, and uh, followed by the New Zealand Breakers taking on the Jack Jumpers. What a successful uh, season for both Cairns and, and Tasmania again. Uh, next Wednesday, uh, Sydney um, will take on um, uh, one of those qualifiers there as well. So it's been a really good season. I've really enjoyed watching Cairns play. Perth back in the finals after um, missing out last year and having one of the, the, the most successful runs is finals of any professional sporting team in Australia. New Zealand really showing that the, um, the, the New Zealand contingent um, was a really good decision as, again. Um, so that's really good as well. So uh, it, it, it would be neglectful not to um, also talk about LeBron James, whose Lakers are really struggling, cannot finish off games. Uh, a lot of trades there. LeBron, congratulations, the leading point scorer of all time. Um, I'm on record of not being his biggest fan, and there's no reason for it. He's not a bad person. He's not a bad bloke. I'm just an old school guy. I love my Larry Birds, my Magic Johnsons, my Michael Jordans. Um, I wasn't a Kareem. Uh, I was too young to really follow Kareem. I know his career and Bill Russell and Wilt Chamberlain, those guys. But for me, my magic, magic generation of watching basketball, my most enjoyable was seeing Bird and, and um, Jordan and, and Magic and all those guys. But wow, LeBron, I mean... You can say what you want. You can talk about rule changes. You can talk about this. You can talk about that. But he is the leading scorer of all time. So kudos to you, man. And what you do for high schools and, and university students from your hometown of Akron, uh, Ohio there and, and from, you know, near Cleveland is absolutely outstanding. So, you know, people can pick on things about LeBron and comments he made about China and this, that and the other. Never heard him up on DV charges. Never heard him getting into fights with teammates. Never heard of alcohol escapades. He's just a basketballer and absolute phenom since high school. One of the only players in American sporting history where they were showing his games on ESPN in high school. And you can have a look at that uh, on YouTube. So absolutely outstanding and congratulations. And wow, how a season can change with um, the mid-season draft. Uh, not draft a mid-season trade period. KD to the Phoenix Suns puts them in. I, they have to be the number one contender now for the NBA title. And, and KD, I mean, how many more teams does he want? 
dude, he seems like a brilliant basketballer. Stick to a team football, win some titles, enjoy. Anyway, it's Paul, Paul underscore football, Love Sport Podcast for Saturday morning is out.